Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you off the ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to the village. In today's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, we're talking about ownership. There's pride in ownership, knowing that something belongs to you, that you can affect how that thing is seen by other people, that you can affect how good or bad it is. Ownership is wonderful. Ownership can also be burdensome. And we're going to do some real talk about ownership today. You're going to see coming across your screen a meme that I ran across uh, probably a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And it really stopped me in my tracks because I had to think, wait a minute, what am I carrying around that I don't own? And it was quite a wake up call for me. It's if you think about your regular day and you think about what you're owning is everything that you're taking responsibility for, that you're carrying on your shoulders, your responsibility to own. This is one of the things for me that you can get into a rut of just owning everything. Every time somebody asks you something, you just say, yes, yes, I can do that. Yes, I can go to the meeting. Yes, I can do the project. Yes, 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 yes. And the next thing you know, not only are you not getting your own stuff done, but you can't even complete the stuff you've said yes to, at least not in the way you'd like to. So we find ourselves going down that path of yes, and you get in that rut of just saying that. It's also one of the things that can lead you to really being ready to jump off the ledge. There's so much coming at you. Everybody wants their deliverable and you just can't get it all done. So what are you owning that is not yours to own? Often, especially when we are in leadership positions, organizations may have come up through a culture where because they didn't necessarily trust people or trust their teams, decisions kept getting pushed further up and up and up and up. So you find yourself as a leader making decisions that really should be pushed down at the lower level of the organization. So you should not be owning things that really can be done somewhere else in the organization. Do you really need to own the project that's been given to you? Do you really need to own the function that's been given to you? As a former HR leader, one of the things my team used to tease me about is I would always tell them when they'd come to me with something that another department had asked us or another leader had asked us, often I would say, we do not own that. For example, all of the parties, we do not own that. We have enough things on our plate that we are responsible for and we do own. We can't own everyone else's stuff. So think through your day. The first thing to ask as you're looking through your day and you are tired and you're exhausted and you're owning stuff that you shouldn't own, real talk, owning stuff you shouldn't own. What does your day look like? Which calls are you taking? What meetings are you going to? What jobs are you doing? And do you really own all of that? It's the first question to ask yourself. What is my day looking like? What am I spending my time on? The second thing is, of all those things I'm spending my time on, should I be? So it may be that it's a project that has really great exposure and experience. So it's not necessarily in your wheelhouse, but there's a reason that you're involved in it. It could be that it really is yours to own and you're just going to have to figure out how to get it done. It could be that someone is masterfully passing off their work to you. And those are the ones that are most dangerous because it usually happens 
And then you don't even realize it until you're now up until two or three o'clock in the morning, finishing your work in someone else's that you shouldn't have been doing in the first place. So that's question number two, the stuff that you're working on, should you be working on that and why? And then the last thing that you should look at is who's asking you. If you've got a boss or a supervisor or a colleague or even a subordinate that's asking you to do something, why? Is it something that's helpful? Do they need some support? Is it some expertise that you have that would be critical to the, to the project? Or is it an opportunity for you to gain additional skill? You're on a succession plan. It's, it's a great opportunity to move around. There are some good reasons to own things. And as you examine who's asking you, you can make that evaluation of, wait a minute, does this make sense? that this person is asking me to do this because I might have a better understanding of the motivation depending on who it is. After you've looked at what am I doing every day? Should I even be doing it? And then who's asking me to do it? Then you can make a determination as to what your plan of action is. You not only have to stop owning stuff that's not yours, you really have to own your power to own your own stuff. So if you only have so many hours in the day, do you really want to spend all of those hours doing things that really don't need to be done by you? Does that keep you from being present with your family? Does it keep you from being present with your team? Does it keep you from executing the things you are doing in the manner and in the time and in the quality that you like to execute? If you find yourself at the end of the day or end of the week where you remember the meetings you've gone to, you remember that you've got to get up at five o'clock in the morning tomorrow, and you remember that you've got a dinner at eight o'clock Thursday night, great. But do you remember the last time you made a phone call to a friend who really needed you? Do you remember to work out at six o'clock? Do you remember to get healthy food so you th that you can eat healthy and feel good about what you're doing? If all of the things that are there to support you, to help you put your mask on first, you're not owning those, then how can you, in good conscience and with great quality, own all the other stuff that people are trying to get to you? Real talk. What are the things that you are trying to carry that are not yours to own? If they're not yours, just say no. And you can do that in a way that is respectful. You can do that in a way that is still helpful. You can ask someone, is it really that you need me to do this or do you just need help? You can tell someone, wow, now that I understand what you need, that's really not in my wheelhouse or my expertise, but I know the person who can help you and let me connect you. So you still have the ability to help people and to participate and to connect and collaborate without owning the whole thing. Because the other thing that you do when you own things that aren't yours, you give everyone else an out if they don't like it or it didn't go well, they've got no skin in the game. It's all sitting on your shoulders. So the next time you start feeling like you're in this rut of just saying yes, or your days are just running together and you're meeting yourself coming and going and you don't know why, stop, pause, ask yourself, what am I doing? Should I even be doing it? Who is asking me to do it? and then make a plan to extricate yourself from the things that you do not own. You own your stuff. You can help with other things, but you don't own everybody else's. That's the Rutledge Perspective today, and I'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please like us on iTunes. 
You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com, or you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along.